the North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. You're all local for Thursday morning, the 20th of October. We are rolling along in October, and it is going to be sunny and warmer today with a high in the lower 80s. I'm John Little. Thanks so much for being here. Two young police officers have been killed in North Texas in a single week. Now the law enforcement community is stepping up to give their fellow officers room to grieve. KRLD's Bailey Friday has that story. In the wake of the back-to-back tragedies, various police departments have been stepping in to run calls and provide funeral escorts as their fellow officers grieve. They're even serving outside their city lines. That's because this is a loss they say feels personal. Dallas Police Association President Mike Mata says his department has had nearly 100 line-of-duty deaths. He tells NBC5 this is a pain they know all too well. And I look at every face. I remember the first one that was on that wall when I got on this department and Officer Brown. Um, and the last one that we're going to put on that wall. A memorial is growing outside the Carrollton Police Department for Officer Steve Notham, who was killed by a passing driver Tuesday night while assisting with a traffic stop. His is the first line-of-duty death in the department's history, and people are taking it hard. A memorial has been growing for him outside the department with people swinging by to leave flowers on his patrol vehicle, and unfortunately, that is a familiar sight. A similar memorial was set up last week for Dallas Police Officer Jacob Ariano, who was killed by a wrong-way driver on his way to work. The first of two funeral services for Officer Ariana was held yesterday in Richardson. Services are still pending for Officer Notham. Both officers leave behind loving partners and young children. Bailey Friday News Radio 1080 KRLD. And as North Texas mourns the deaths of these two officers, one organization steps in to help the families in their time of need. When an officer passes in the line of duty, the families have certain immediate needs that are specific to those who wear the blue. That's when the organization Guns and Hoses steps in. Executive Director David Swaney says they hold sporting events like hockey, boxing, and shooting tournaments, all to raise money for the families of the fallen. Those funds are set aside for specifically the benevolence of fallen police and fire, to which today uh, makes 67 families that we've responded to. And we're, st- we're standing by waiting on Carrollton to call us back, but that'll be our 67th check that we've delivered. He says because this is the first officer who has died in the line of duty in Carrollton, the response from around the state and nation will be immense. Swaney says their organization will also help with some costs associated with the funeral. From the 24-hour news center, Austin York, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A Dallas man who's already serving a 35-year prison term for a 2015 murder is now facing a federal charge for the same shooting. KRLD's LP Phillips explains why. 37-year-old Anthony Paz Torres was convicted of the Christmas Eve 2015 murder of Enrique Garza Mendoza. It happened at a tire shop on South Buckner that is owned by a Muslim. Now federal prosecutors are going after Torres for a federal hate crime, saying the shooting was because of the owner's religion. But Chris Mulder, who defended Torres in the state case, says... They're going to have a a difficulty showing uh, current competency uh, to stand trial in federal court, and I think they're going to have a problem... You know, the insanity defense gets to be raised all over again in federal court. So this should be an interesting one to watch. If there's a federal conviction, it's possible the judge could lock Torres up for the rest of his life. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. A man who police say threatened to shoot his girlfriend's kids at school. 
is behind bars. The Texas Attorney General's Office Fugitive Squad arrested 34-year-old Jericus Pendleton earlier this week. Police had been looking for Pendleton after he allegedly threatened to shoot his girlfriend's kids at Oakwood Terrace Elementary School in Euless this month. The threat prompted a lockdown and a controlled release at dismissal time. No one was hurt. Pendleton is charged with felony terroristic threat and remains behind bars in the Tarrant County Jail. From the 24-Hour News Center, Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Dallas wants to hear from companies that are willing to bring electric scooters back to the city. Remember those? Thousands of electric scooters and bicycles were available to rent in Dallas up until 2020 when the city ordered companies to remove all of them. The decision was made because of concerns about safety and the scooters blocking sidewalks. The city wrote new regulations and is now ready to let companies deploy a much smaller number of scooters. They're accepting applications for a city permit. Three companies will be allowed to deploy 500 scooters or bicycles each, and some areas of the city will be off limits. From the 24-Hour News Center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Some disappointing news for golf lovers in both McKinney and Fort Worth. McKinney's Byron Nelson and the Charles Schwab Challenge at Fort Worth's Colonial Country Club have both been consigned at second-tier status by the PGA, at least for the coming season. The PGA Tour is in the midst of a restructuring forced by the Saudi-funded Live Golf Tour, which is drawing away some of the golf world's top talent with unprecedented high purses. To stay competitive, the PGA has designated so-called elevated events with purses of 20 million or more. There are nine permanent elevated stops, plus the four majors, and four other elevateds designated on a rotating basis. Wednesday, the PGA revealed those four for the 2023 season, and neither the Colonial nor the Byron Nelson were included this time around. The tournaments will still be played, of course, but they may not attract as many big names. From the 24-Hour News Center, Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Tough start to the year for the Mavs last night. They blew a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, losing to the Phoenix Suns 107-105. Damian Lee came in off the bench to score 11 points, including the game winner. Luka Doncic couldn't match it. Lee with the drive. Tough shot. Oh! Unbelievable! An implausible shot by Lee! Luka for the lead! The Mavs are now off until Saturday night when they play their home opener against the Memphis Grizzlies. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.